five recruiters I've met on LinkedIn and why I don't want to meet a sixth. This is my way of saying that I tried it and it's not for me. Job search via LinkedIn, I mean. It's been a few months that I've been trying to find gainful employment. I wanted to switch back to the regular 9 to 5 due to some reasons that go beyond the pocket, but to essentially include that too. One of my former contract employers, who caused my professional decline in no small way, had advised me to stay updated and alert on LinkedIn so I can gain more visibility and profile views. This was supposed to help me get more students and, of course, find me good jobs. I realized that I had chosen to start my LinkedIn job search at the worst possible time. At the same time, I doubt that these people or jobs were better or more employee-friendly pre-pandemic. I think they've just got the license to be much, much worse now. I've sent out 193 job applications on LinkedIn. Out of these, I've only heard back from seven. From those, two were ones that needed me to go through more steps in order to complete my application including a series of videos, answering questions in their forms, proficiency tests and other such tasks. I did all those and heard back from both of them saying I was not what they were looking for. Okay, I respect that. The other five are the ones that got to me. One, the two good for you already recruiter. I sent a response to someone who had posted about a job in editing. The work was for a publication and not much else was given. Upon first writing to the poster, I was told that I was actually applying to a writing job and I was asked to submit a sample, which I did. Three weeks after sending my writing and the CV and seeing that it had been opened, I had not received a response, so I sent an inquiry asking after it. I was told that my profile had been shortlisted and that I had to send a pre-approved message to the recruiter on Skype asking for an interview. I did that too. I got a one-line response, rather dry and uninviting, but I didn't know the worst of it, telling me to submit the same writing samples and wait for the next message. A few days after that, I was sent a message giving me a time to call since these messages were flying at me at all hours of the day once or twice a week i made the mistake of missing the call time and apologized for it asking for another at that moment the nameless recruiter who hadn't bothered to introduce himself went on to needlessly correct my grammar and bless me with another time slot to call the call was hostile abrupt and very awkward at least for me The man on the other end did not laugh or verbally smile once, making me feel like either he was forced to do this or he just didn't want to talk to me personally, which I don't get because I'm delightful. He asked me what salary I was expecting. I told him a range and that was that. Another few days later, he said I got the job and will be getting the contract soon. I had to remind him again to send me the contract, which he then did. The contract specified that I will have to write 21 to 28 1500 word articles per week, which means writing either almost six articles daily or three to four articles every day without a break. 
even if i write fast an article on one topic takes anywhere between 2 to 3 hours to finish considering two drafts editing proofreading and playing with cats to maintain a semblance of levity they were expecting me to send spend 12 to 15 hours a day writing without ever taking a break on top of that the pay they had chosen was less than half of what i'd quoted and i'd been quite humble in asking what i had because at this time i don't want to overquote and be cancelled outright the terms of contract were rigid and unforgiving with no off days no holidays and per article perks that amounted to peanuts or less it was heartbreaking to read the contract partly because i had somehow found some form of excitement about a writing gig even if it were ghost writing and was looking forward to taking it on and partly because it hit me just how bad things really were or are for me that i even considered accepting that contract for a minute gathering my my wits about me i did send a polite but firm response saying the ask in the contract was ridiculous and i had no intentions of accepting it to which of course the recruiter sent another curt response like what salary were you expecting and as expected did not write back when i responded my questions are why ask for a person's expected salary when you know you won't pay it why post a generic call for such a specialized and demanding role why didn't the recruiter treat me like a human being was it racially charged i did sense a heavy accent i couldn't place what was that passive aggressive correction of my grammar it was a formal versus colloquial thing what was it for and how does one ask someone to work 12 to 15 hours a week and offer to pay less than what would cover their basic livelihood this job was again too this job was again posted through a recruiter who then connected me to the main person the job was to teach pre-planned lessons on grammatical accuracy to new employees at call centers it is not something i'm thrilled about because with grammar they typically also want to learn voice and accent which is basically a frontline admission that they don't think that their own accent is good enough the times that i have been asked to teach someone the american or the british accent is proof enough that we deeply conditioned disregard anything that seems or sounds inherently indian coming from me such an attitude is still forgivable considering my gender is studiedly hated in my nation i'm joking that attitude is not okay in any circumstance but not joking about india being a woman hating nation come fight me and read on for a quick slap in the face proof the pay quoted was generously low and fixed i asked twice about any wiggle room and was told there was none but that the company was friendly so i would feel good working with them in my experience that carrot does not lead to a gentle stick so i was wary but given that the total work was very little and i would still have time to work on other things i decided to at least think about it i had a quick skype call with the recruiter and got an email saying i will have to attend a training okay sure come training day there were nine women in the skype call including the recruiter everyone is feeling awkward and one of them starts mumbling greetings just to say something the recruiter chimes in saying something to the tune of we're all women here so it's a women's group which means there should be no break in conversation 
since women are all so chatty so y'all carry on while i do some work and wait for the one man to join us and show us the way i cringed so hard i almost passed out and a tiny little feminist bell went ping at the back of my neck alerting me that i was done here but and this is what shows you that i'm truly desperate for a job i thought to hang around for a little bit longer after two more reminders that we are women and must talk 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 we were graced by a man who without missing a beat proceeded to remind everyone of the following proving that not only do they not provide gender equality training at the company they also apparently turn a blind eye to sensitivity and polite conversation protocol hello everybody i am so and so and i'm very happy to have you all here let me just start by saying happy new year and that i'm sure it was a difficult year for everybody whatever death and losses of loved ones you have seen i hope that you will have a better year next time i mean <laughs> and then the little children in the call all 24 and around just out of b schools and thinking they know everything and then some and calling themselves experienced trainers started talking about who they were and what they did and i just oh between the stark unruly reminder that people have been dying and the aggressive callback to the 90s when the default was to insult women as an opener and then carry on with whatever event was scheduled i had to bow out i exited the meeting and the whatsapp group texted the recruiter lady and fucked off three this one threw me a bit they asked me to submit a cv and then called me a few days short of christmas the guy on the other line sounded professional courteous willing and overall interested in talking with me we had a roughly 30 minute long conversation about my aspirations for the future my plans hobbies and interests and of course the possibility of my working with them in different roles he asked me many in-depth questions and had good follow-ups we even discussed how they were relocating their office to somewhere closer to me and how that would mean good things for us both He scheduled another call with me himself and his managers but on the day of we waited for the managers to join the call and ended up having another slightly similar conversation again This time I was more prepared for my end of it having gone through the website of the company and having thought about what exactly my role would entail They had already talked about my expected salary and we did not touch upon that again so I assumed that it was acceptable I might resonate resonate with many of you here when I say that I'm a horrible at quoting salaries. I feel like I never know what someone in my cadre is making and what the market rate is, all that jazz, and I just say what seems best and reasonable to me personally. And I think that it is always low enough that people take me for granted, but on the other hand, when I quote the market rate I've been given very strange responses from potential one-to-one learners which gives me pause. Ultimately, I think I'm in the wrong not knowing what my worth is, but honestly, I have no way of figuring that out and welcome suggestions. Now, back to the story. <clears throat> At the end of the quasi deja vu call, this person said he will schedule yet another similar meeting a week from the day, but that email never came. He later emailed saying 
if I hadn't heard from the managers till 2 p.m. on the day of the supposed follow-up call, then I should just wait for the managers to get in touch with me. Odd, right? I think I have not been in the job hunt arena long enough to know that this is basically a no in the weakest way they can say no. Then I got busy with Christmas and New Year's etc and I didn't follow up. I emailed him on January 2nd wishing him the best for 2022 and asking if there was another meeting on the horizon. And to this he has replied that they're unfortunately looking for someone with full-time accessibility. I did shoot back an email asking him to specify where I had indicated that I was not available for such a profile but I doubt that he will write back. What's my lesson here that hostile recruiters suck and friendly recruiters suck and the others are plain offensive? Okay, I guess I get it. 4 and 5 These people are your run-of-the-mill semi-startup level institutes who make you jump through hoops just to be given the status of eligible and pretend to be all important and very fancy and then they send you a pre-joining letter detailing the nature of work expected and the commercials. The pattern is that they want to pay me 120 to 140 rupees for teaching a group of 20 plus children or adults for an hour. Not kidding, I have proof. They also want me to not lose hope because for every student I interview and turn into a paying customer, I get a whopping 500 rupees because marketing pays. And if I convert, ugh, enough students, there is a giant bonus of 1000 rupees at the end of each month for poor old me. So much money you guys. Whatever will I do with all that moolah? Invest it by superior quality cat food. Go shopping. Oh wait, I can just barely pay for internet and phone bills with that. Thanks, I hate it. You know, it's fine. I'm I'm looking for jobs, but clearly jobs are not looking for me. It won't be like this always. I might come across a promising lead tomorrow or I might keep doing this for the next year. I honestly don't know and don't care. As long as I get to write about it here and pretend that it makes an ounce of difference to anybody. But wait, does it? This has been seems unlikely.